John Lagenowicz, welcoming you to the latest episode of the Beyond the Unknown audio podcast, which you can listen to via Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Spotify. The same podcast websites, which also play host to the Chameleons Incorporated audio podcast, the most recent episode of which you can download to and listen on your PC and other digital devices. As you've probably surmised, Beyond the Unknown is a literary franchise which has brought forth three published short story anthology books, which I'll mention shortly. Of course, I want BTU to go beyond published books. As I've mentioned repeatedly and not just in past podcast episodes, and after all, the podcast itself one way to help draw public attention to it, while not forgetting that the books remain the franchise's backbone. BTU began life as a trio of science fiction and fantasy short stories that I wrote almost six years ago, and which I had hoped to sell separately on my official website, Creative Lucy, which I'll get to later on this episode. But that idea was harder to pull off on the internet which is already too damn crowded. Luckily, disappointment does lead to opportunity, which is why the aforementioned short stories were cobbled together into what eventually became the very first BTU anthology book, originally published by now-defunct ebook publisher Book Tango in 2015, and reissued three years later by Lulu Book, the same independent book publisher which has since then published its two sequels, Twists in Terms of Fate and Adventures into Imagination. All three BTU anthology books you can buy online, not only from the Loop Books website, but also online retailers worldwide. Please be sure to type my name, last name spelled L-A-V-E-R-N-O-I-C-H in the search engines of those self-same retailers' websites. When you do, you'll quickly find out that there's more to yours truly than just BTU. And I'll elaborate on that as well later on in this episode. Those of you who've actually listened to this audio podcast for almost the past two dozen episodes know that BTU is my homage of sorts to, without question, one of the all-time great TV series, The Twilight Zone, created by the one and only Rod Serling, whose achievements helped inspire me to pursue my various career, including that of writer-slash-author. And like Serling, yours truly hopes to help advance the art of creative storytelling, and not just with BTU, which I believe has the potential for greatness, and not just in literature, with your continued support, that can definitely become a reality. And yes, it'd be great to see a BTU TV series, but I don't want it to be reality TV oriented. Some trends, like reality TV, are better off being consigned to obscurity forever. It's now time for the segment of the BTU Audio Podcast which gives you the backstory of one of the short stories which have been published in the three anthology books 
and elsewhere on the internet. The focus this time around is on Meeting with the Devil, a DC Comics fan fiction short story that I wrote back in 2006, which you can check out on my fanfiction.net page at fanfiction.net slash u slash 953240. First off, a few things about how I came to write Meeting with the Devil. All the comic book fans will no doubt remember Millennium, a comic book miniseries published by DC Comics in the fall of 1987. The overall plot of Millennium focused on DC's superheroes getting involved in a cosmic plan to help turn a select number of Earth residents into immortals and help lead humanity into the next century and beyond. A plan threatened by the intergalactic and renegade androids known as the Manhunters. For those of you well-versed in DC Comics, the Manhunters were androids created by the Guardians of the Universe centuries ago to combat any and all evil throughout the universe and to help right a wrong committed by one of the Guardians' own. However, as time passed, technology within the Manhunter androids started to falter to the point of them turning against the Guardians and the entire universe. Just like the technology in the 1973 feature film Westworld malfunctioned and became more of a curse than a blessing. As for why the technology within the Manhunter androids ended up malfunctioning and caused them to become evil, that's something that comic book writers haven't answered for almost a half century, though I could be wrong. And I haven't been a steady comic book purchaser for almost the past 20 years, partly for financial reasons. The plot of Meeting with the Devil focused on one of the Manhunter's Earthborn agents, those recruited and brainwashed by the androids themselves over the centuries, who comes across the mysterious power broker a DC supervillain introduced in the late 1980s, whose origins were never revealed, merely because there wasn't much reader interest in the villain himself. The power broker reveals to the human manhunter agent part, if not all, the reasons for his burning hatred, and not just towards the manhunters themselves, before he morphs into a menace long considered dead and forgotten, and kills the Manhunter agent simply by snapping his neck. The fact that the other Manhunters don't come to their slain compatriots' aid is due to the fact that they're defeated by DC superheroes by the end of the Millennium miniseries, for those of you who actually own copies of it. As for the Power Broker, he disappears by the end of Meeting with a Devil before the outside world can start to learn the full truth. If there's anything to be learned from reading Meeting with the Devil, it's that we still don't know everything about evil as a whole, despite how far we've come over the centuries, including what truly exists beneath any you know commit evil. Even if we did have the ability to peer into their minds, what we would learn would more likely sicken than enlighten us something that generations have learned from witnessing actual history 
in its grim aftermath. Evil in its purest and darkest forms can never totally be destroyed, especially the type that hides in the shadows and protects its many secrets, as in the case of the power broker. In the end, however, it's not only bravery, but also wisdom and decency which allows humanity to act vigilant and prevent evil from achieving a final victory which would ultimately do nobody any good. As I've mentioned in the past few episodes of not only this audio podcast, but also the Chameleons Incorporated audio podcast, I set up an account with Medium's website in the last year or two, partly so I can set up their a Beyond the Unknown section featuring original science fiction and fantasy short stories. And not just those written by yours truly. Well, that has yet to be accomplished for several reasons, which I'll get into shortly. Though over a month ago, I did write my first piece from Medium, even if it was a non-fiction article, which you can check out on my Medium page at medium.com slash at John Lavinowich. And in the near future, I plan to do that. As for when that will happen, you'll learn more, not only via future episodes of the BTU Audio Podcast, but also the official BTU website via Webly. W-E-E-B-L-Y at btuwebsite.webly.com as well as BTU's official Facebook page and official YouTube channel. Speaking of BTU's official website, aside from learning more about the three published books, and equally important, where to purchase them from, and the franchise's origins, you can also purchase some of the original artwork featured in the aforementioned books, in both print and digital formats with the latest additions to them being the so-called covers from the two stories featured in the third BTU anthology book, Adventures Into Imagination, namely We Three Ghosts and the Paradox Puzzle. And you don't have to tear the artwork pages out of the actual books themselves. After all, the books themselves might be collector's items someday. The website pages spotlighting the artwork contains purchase links via PayPal, where you can buy your quantity of them. And you don't even need a PayPal account to do that. Like the BTU Audio Podcast, the lithograph sold on BTU's official website is still another way to draw public attention to the overall franchise, while not ignoring the books which help make it possible. As you already know by now, it was yours truly sending up an account on Patreon's website, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, which led, in part, to the establishment of the BTU Audio Podcast. I had helped to use my Patreon account to help draw attention to and get financial support needed to bring about a BTU Anthology comic book. But that task's been difficult to accomplish, and that's just because of what all of us have had the face in the past year. As of now, I have yet to revive and revamp my Patreon project due to various factors, and not all of them career-related. When I'll be able to tackle that particular task will be revealed, I hope, not only on my Patreon page, 
at patreon.com slash jlabnowledge, but also all over the internet. Not to mention the old-fashioned ways, which can be and are still effective. While you're on the internet, please visit my three other websites that I manage via Webly, including the official Chameleons Incorporated website at chameleonsinc.webly.com. Chameleons Incorporated, of course, is the second of my two literary franchises and I've already got more planned on the drawing board. The stars of three published novels, as well as the short story, A Mystery Without End, which you can only purchase on the Chameleon's official website. The Chameleon's official website is also where you can purchase original artwork in both print and digital formats, inspired by the books themselves, in which you can display in your home or office or to give to others as gifts. Take your pick. The Chameleons can also be found on Facebook and YouTube. And speaking of lithographs created by yours truly, which you can purchase and own, please visit my Picture Shop and Audio and Video Services website at jlpictureshop.webly.com. All the lithographs sold there are 100% original and some of them feature nuggets of wisdom given by yours truly, which is handy to have, even in the COVID-19 era. There's also other services on my picture shop website, which will prove that's definitely not run-of-the-mill, and you'll find out when you do visit it, which I hope you will. You can also find Picture Shop on Facebook and YouTube. And for still more lithographs created by me, Please visit my Fine Art America page at fineartamerica.com slash profiles slash john dash Finally, there's my official website, Creative Lunacy, at johnlavenowich.libly.com, which spotlights, in part, my other creative endeavors, which are separate from both BQ and Chameleons Incorporated. Among them, my short story collections, Tales of the Psychiatrist, and a sequel from a Psychiatrist's Perspective, as well as Trio. Not to mention my nonfiction book, Memories of My Youth. The print and ebook versions of these books, in fact, all my published books, you can purchase online. The audio version of Memories of My Youth you can buy in both CD Audio Disc and WMA. Windows Media Audio formats, not only on my official website, but also my Etsy shopping page at etsy.com slash shop slash high road by Lavinowich, where I'm about to add some inventory to it in the coming weeks, several hints of which you can check out on my high road shop page via Facebook right now. And I've already resumed writing my next book, the Janus Terror, which I hope to finish and get ready for publication later on this spring. As I've mentioned countless times before, The Janus Terror is the suspense novel with a difference. In fact, several differences. As for how different it is, well, it does contain both political and criminal conspiracies. But if you think that The Janus Terror is going to be running the mill, 
you'll find out when you read your precious copy of the book itself. And after that, you'll never want to do certain things ever again, which will help hasten reality TV's rapid decline in popularity. Consider that a somewhat subtle hint. More news on the Genesis Terror can be found not only on my Creative Lunacy website, but also the book's Facebook page, as well as all over the internet, including my official YouTube channel. And that does it for this episode of the BTU Audio Podcast, which I hope you enjoy, and which I also hope will encourage you to give the BTU books, in fact, all my creative efforts, a try. Those of you would like to record and leave any audio messages for yours truly in regards to my audio podcast, can please do so at anchor.fm slash podcast for possible use in future episodes. Until the next episode, thank you for listening. Please support us independent authors, artists, filmmakers, podcasters, etc., And please stay both safe and well, even after you get your COVID-19 vaccine shots, which you should definitely do, even when you face what's beyond the unknown.